And welcome back to another episode of the Change Officer Podcast Step Conference Series. And this time with me, I have Mamoun from WeGo, Managing Hi. Director, who's been with WeGo for nine years. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank Thank, you. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, Step Conference is uh, soon to be wrapped up. We have a couple of hours left. What do you think so far? How do you like it? Uh, very much actually. See, uh, we've been we've been here in the in the area for quite yeah, some time. Yeah, you've been so watching from your window and from uh, the ground. Uh, exactly, and uh, you know we have a very very strong strategic relationship with both uh, Step and uh, the Internet City. Yes, absolutely. Backing yeah. Step up, um, we're, we're, we work very closely with them since we came here. So it's interesting to see how much they grew, how they are, you know, diversifying their their approach basically, you know, and. Uh, it's great. I remember when we came here as well to the to the region as a as a business coming from Singapore. You know, we wanted to understand the region and find opportunities where we can introduce the business, introduce ourselves as a, as a startup at that time. And Step was like on their baby new, steps new, at new, that time. New kid, kid around the block, right? Exactly. So we, we just got into it. Was like small, trying to grow as well. So we kind of grew together. So it's amazing now. You know, at the, at the time where we are, you know, doing you know an acquisition and we're making some some big noise. Uh, in the industry, we see Step is back as the first big outdoor, uh, you know, in-person event, yeah. event after after what happened. So it's, it's really amazing. It's yeah. kind of a nice relationship, a correlation between both of us. Yeah, and it's nice walking around and then seeing your logo on the top of the building next to it. You know, yeah, and it makes, looks, me, lo- makes lo- me proud. It looks very powerful, yeah. You've been uh, with WeGo nine years so far. Um, some amazing things happened, and one amazing thing recently uh, or right now is is, is in the is happening. But like, what what I would like to talk with you a bit more, you know, before deep dive into you know the future and so on. The whole industry that you're in, right, yep. has been flourishing for years, and you've been with WeGo for nine years, and then everything is great until it's not. And then right. 2020 happened, and your industry was really hit hard. How do you cope with that, and, and what do you really do? Like, did you see it coming? No, of course not. Of course not. So we, you know, we came here end of 2012, beginning of 2013, where really, you know, the online travel in the region was quite, uh, quite at the very beginning. You know, very much emerging market. We liked it at that time. We came as the first. Uh, first online uh, travel marketplace who offers the full service in Arabic. Um, that was like kind of big milestone for us, like helped us a lot, you know, getting traction from Arabic uh, users in, uh, in UAE and in, uh, in Saudi particularly and uh, in Kuwait. We started talking to airlines, bringing them into the, to the, to the comparison. Every small OTA uh, that was kind of startup opening up started to partner with, with us. So we, we, we kind of grew with the industry growing. Um, it's a very, it's a very fresh industry, very young mm. uh, generation across the across the, the region here. Uh, mobile penetration is very high, and we are a mobile company, you know, since uh, 2014. Um, we started putting our our apps in place. We started doing some strategic partnerships, the preload. So everything was going, you know, fantastically amazing, well, like and an amazing, a, yeah, amazing, like way. a fairy tale. Yeah, absolutely. 2019 was the largest and the biggest year for us and for the entire travel industry historically, right? So in the history, there have never been a year with like as much, uh, you know, revenue made from. Uh, what from, what from do you think was the reason in the, for 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 2019 in particular? No, no, to be what, so, was, so was growing on every year. So if you look at 18 to historically, also, you know, it's it's just going year industry, after yeah. year. But but 2019 was uh, what was so big for for the industry because 
the world was pretty much in the move at that you time. You were hoping for retirement in 2020, huh? Well, we were hoping that, okay, so we, we, we start putting our plans for IPO and this kind of stuff, you know, and yeah. say, okay, a couple of years from now, down the road, we're gonna, we're gonna go public and go big and do, do the stuff, you know. 2020 started, actually Q1 was quite, especially January was a big month, strong month. Uh, February, news started to break. By end of Feb, things paused completely. Right, so was was very much unanticipated. Nobody thought that. And that happen. was like everything stopped. Everything, like everything. So we had like I remember March, April, May, uh, where literally we stopped looking at our dashboards. You know that, that there was no point. You know there was no movement at all. Nothing. Nothing. Um, in the region and globally, everybody was at home. You know, companies shut down. Uh, see, for for us, you know, the key thing was okay. What do we do? Uh, number one, how do we how, how do we keep our stuff safe, right? So we had we had so many offices around the world. We had offices in Jakarta, in Bangalore, in Singapore, in Dubai, in Egypt, in Cairo. Um, so we just saw okay in Kuala Lumpur. So how, how do we make sure that these people are safe and they are you know away from as pos- as much as possible from whatever would cause them the disease at that point of time. So we started working a lot with HR, you know, delivering messages, giving all this precautionary sort of, you know, um, uh, uh, messages to them that, that, that to, to keep them safe. Number two is how to keep the stuff, you know, so so they don't leave. So that that was very important. How to create an environment that we reassure for them that the business is going to continue. You're going to stay. We're not going to lay off people. It's a tough time. We're going to pass it together. So we had all of that as well in the, in the mix. I'm so proud to say like we successfully really finished the whole thing without letting a single employee wow uh, and that really know. deserves respect so that was like the key thing for us but then we started to think also how do we make some money right because did you manage to do some quick pivot and and and, and twist the business model quickly to, uh, to generate some revenue yeah so we tried at the beginning we tried some crazy stuff we mm. went like off the radar for like you know couple of weeks but that that sort of approach actually opened our eyes on something different so we as as a meta search as a search platform loyalty was always a challenge for us right because people don't transact normally on we go we people go and transact with one of our partners Um, so what what we what we did is basically throughout some of the trials so we tried to do some food delivery we tried to do some sort of you know affiliates for some of the e-commerce players we thought okay we're very sizable We've got like 26 million uh, users um, uh, across the, the region here. Those people used to come and shop, travel with us. We need now, while they are stuck at home, to keep the communication going, stay, stay informative and tell them what they can do uh, while they are mm. at home. So we started partnering with some of the e-commerce players, some of the food delivery, with some of the you know grocery delivery, uh, all of that. And that brought up an idea of actually creating a new business within the business, which is called ShopCash, which is a cashback model, um, which we are using today as our loyalty program. Wow. So, yeah, we came out with this really creative idea. We put together the plan. We built the product. So we have today a standalone business called ShopCash, where people can buy their routine, daily, uh, you know, e-commerce uh, stuff. And it works on the reverse affiliate model. Basically, they're going to have some cash back in their wallet virtual wallet within 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 shop cash and they can use that later whether to buy travel deals from we so they can buy a ticket or hotel stay or they can ask us for the cash and we put it back in their bank account so and that's like that's amazing that's a, just another success story for of a company that managed to quickly shift adapt all right 
you didn't solve the problem at the at the time. There was nothing really that you could do major for your business. But again, this is a positive output of what happened. And being agile enough and quick enough to think fast, adjust, adapt, and launch something new. Definitely, definitely. And, and another thing, actually, one of you know one of the things that I think we we made a good mm. use of the you know of the of the crisis at that time. Basically, we really looked at our product roadmap completely, mm-hmm. and we reprioritized things. And there was some complicated stuff that within the busy days we wouldn't necessarily focus on and we just put our heads together and we got it done so so many of the things that we would, were anticipating to finish in 18 months time we got it done in six months time we got some new cool features and products ready for the market when it opens back just in place tested you know to be rolled ready out and rolled out and just waiting for users to come and enjoy it at which point did things kind of change again back to back to kind of normal so phases right so phase one was in june 2020 where basically the domestic uh, sector in saudi opened up again so people started to move within the country uh, airlines started to schedule some flights uh, not with the same capacity pre-pandemic, but at least we started seeing people buying and booking some some flights. So that kind of gave us a little bit yeah. of you know bandwidth. Um, phase two was the staycation. Um, around July, August uh, of 2020, every hotel in Dubai went back into operation. They started having lots of staycation uh, programs and packages. I think people were like really desperate to go out and to, yeah, to do something. The, 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 they had some cash accumulated as well. <laughs> exactly. So, so at, at that time, we you know we started seeing some business coming in, and then you know when Dubai started to put everything together for you know the preparation of Expo and opening up the country, and you know so that 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 last part of Q4 2020 around the new year time mm. where basically we started seeing some of the inbound coming from uh, around the world basically to Dubai yeah. and that, that was the time where basically we started seeing a bit of traction happening and you know a bit of reassurance around travel and people started to think okay I'll, I, I will go back home I'll go see my family it's time to start thinking about it so it's kind of phases uh, so yeah. very tough three months but then every quarter kind Let's of a new get, thing that get, helping, getting back on track. Yeah. reaching to February 2022 and the big announcement that you're making about acquiring ClearTrip right yep so this is big I mean this is this, this is, is very, really very big. big this is really um, big we're, 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 very, we're very you know glad that we we managed to do it ClearTrip has been a strong brand in the region for, for a decade so they came around the same time we came in uh, in 2018, they bought a very successful stroke business in Saudi called Flyin. Mm. It's the first OTA, uh, homegrown OTA in the region, uh, Saudi brand. And you know, today throughout the partnership and the synergies we have with ClearTrip and and Flyin, we we acquired their business in the Middle East. So you know, we're gonna take care of you know uh, uh, the, at the group level of the business of three brands basically. So we go. Clear trip and uh, and fly in. Um, we're gonna keep the brands uh, operating separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, users will still come to WeGo for whatever reason they come to WeGo. They will, you know, come to Clear Trip and enjoy Clear Trip. They know and fly in at the same time. But at the overall level, there's lots of technology leveraging opportunities within that that will come back with like strong underlying technology that you're exactly. going to merge. So you're talking about like three companies, three big companies that've been there in the business for a while. They have lots and lots of you know technology stack in place that basically, once you get it together, you're going to have a fantastic experience uh, enhancement for most of the users. 
uh, and that will help us a lot. Uh, you know, it will give us uh, a huge leverage in terms of commercial discussions and negotiations, all this stuff, talking at the group level. Mm. Uh, you know, we're, we're definitely the largest uh, online travel company today uh, active in the region here, and that, that will go back in a benefit with uh, for all the users. So. It's quite uh, exciting. It's quite exciting. Uh, we're what's, so, the, so happy. what's the strategy? Um, you are in a very competitive market globally, right? How do you fight against global players? And what's the angle that you at Wigo are, are taking that, that proved to be successful? Well, I, I think for us, it's not today. From the days mm. we came into the market, I think we we thought of this market before many of the global competitors. Um, there are a few who were like looking at the market at, at that time, but I think timing was a key thing for us. I mean, you know, the first mover advantage was really going uh, on, on our side. I think you know the proposition of being a, a meta search or an aggregator or you know a comparison platform marketplace for people to come and shop that sort of resonate very well with the users from the region here and they they love the concept and we grew to a place i think that global players need to consider how to how to make it difficult for us rather than us to consider how to make it you know how to fight with them i think i think we're sizable enough today to to say that okay we're here we know the market we understand it people trust us we have so many users we invested a lot in terms of you know talent and technology in terms of payment localization language a full call center, uh, you know, supporting uh, supporting users in, in in two languages, 24 hours over the phone, live chat. Uh, WhatsApp is coming very soon, so you know, too many too many channels that we've been working and putting our heads very focused in this part of the world. I think it's going to be. I think that will keep giving us sort of a competitive edge. No, absolutely. Uh, versus any anybody else. So what's 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 next? For we go now in the coming years, uh, is there an end game? Is there something well, that you're shooting for? I think that the big uh, the big plan is to go and list. Um, hopefully, within the market here, uh, we're, we're we're in talks. We're, we started to understand the you know the stock market more and how, how to get ourselves listed. You know, I think down the road, two three years from today, hopefully we're gonna sit again and talk some big news. We will be pressing a button. Hopefully, hopefully. That would be exciting to, yep. to follow. Yeah. That, that's the direction we're trying to, to go after at the moment. Amazing. Mamoun, thanks a lot for taking the time to come on the show. Thanks uh, a lot for having me. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on, on, on Wego. Uh, and uh, hopefully we're going to get another unicorn publicly listed company in the region, which is really going to mean a lot for, for the whole ecosystem. Hopefully. Looking forward for it. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks Mamoun. Guys, Thank thanks for staying. I hope that you uh, enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have any words of encouragement, support, or any questions for Wigo, you can reach out to, to the crew via LinkedIn uh, and, and yeah. website and all that stuff. Obviously, they're growing, so they're hiring, so probably you want to go for that if you're looking for a job. Um, we'll stay in touch until the next time. Take care, everyone.